two game sevens. Suns Mavs, Bucks Celtics. Let's go. Celtics Bucks have lived up to the hype. We're in game seven. And a lot of people didn't expect that. I picked the Bucks before the series, knowing full well that Chris Middleton would be unavailable for the series. But I picked them because I thought they've got the best player in basketball. They've got a force. Giannis is a force, much like Shaquille O'Neal was. They do it in different ways, but they play with force and they have a will that you can't break. Giannis has lost. He's had bad games, but he's never just given up. I picked Milwaukee because I thought Drew Holiday is capable of being an effective number two. And no one will dispute the fact that he's much better in the third scoring role where he can focus more on defense and playmaking. If the Bucs are going to win today, Drew Holiday has to be aggressive. I've said this before, but when I mean aggressive, it's not just taking shots. It's attacking. Drew, Drew Holiday has a bag. If you've ever seen him play, look up any kind of highlight package of Drew Holiday. He has a deceptively strong handle, can get to the basket at will. The problem in this series has been he's gone to the basket, but he's not playing with any force. Everything's finesse. Everything is more of a trick shot or a counter shot. He needs to go to the basket with force today. Drew Holiday, he needs to get to the line six to eight times tonight or today, rather, if the Bucs are going to win. He needs to be aggressive. They need an aggressive and an effective, efficient Drew Holiday. If Drew Holiday can be the Drew Holiday that he's been over his career, 46% from the field, 36 from three. If he's that guy, if he shows up, not to mention the defense, the playmaking ability, I like Milwaukee's chances to win this series. For the Celtics, it's Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum has to come out and assert himself early. And once he establishes his himself and his offense and he playmakes for others, Jalen Brown's got to get on board. Marcus Smart and Al Horford have to make timely shots. Not to mention the Celtics. It's, it's crazy to say this. The Celtics have an incredible individual defenders, but they're also the best team def defense in all the NBA. Giannis is averaging 35, 14, and 7. And nobody will deny that the Celtics defense have been nothing short but stellar. And he's still getting these kind of buckets, this kind of production. This is going to come down to who can get stops and who can make timely shots. I think if the Celtics get out early, I think they'll stay ahead. The Bucs have come back before, but I think in Boston, in a game seven, and if Jason Tatum is in attack mode, that might be too much to overcome. I picked the Bucs before this series started to win this series. It's game seven. I'm still going to roll with my pick, but I think the Celtics might have a slight edge when you look at their overall depth and their production versus what Milwaukee has. For the most part, it's been Giannis, it's been Holiday, and every now and then another person. They're going to need big contributions. I'm talking about Milwaukee from Bobby Portis, from Grayson Allen. George Hill's going to have to give them good minutes. And Brooke Lopez is going to have to be effective. He's been on the floor, but he's been ineffective at, at too many times this series. I think Boston has exposed the fact that he has poor lateral quickness. 
They get him in space, and he gets eaten up. Game seven, who's not going to watch? Phoenix versus the Mavs has been almost as intriguing as Bucks celtics And there's one reason why this is a seven-game series. I could say Luka. He's a big reason, but the main reason is three-point shooting. The Dallas Mavericks has been raining threes in this series. This is the reason why we're in a game seven. Luka shooting 30% from from three. He's struggling. But when you look at Dorian Finney-Smith, 46%. Maxi Kleba, 44. Bullock, 38. Dimwitty, 46. Bertans, 55% from three. Then you factor in timely defense and the way that Luka controls the pace. In a weird way, the matchup is they think it's Luka versus Devin Booker. But in many ways, it's actually Luka versus Devin Booker and CP3. Because Luka plays the role of shooting guard, but he's also the Mavs point guard because he's a ball-dominant player. And Chris Paul, the last three games, has struggled. He's looked like an aging player. And for the Suns to win this game, this series, they're going to need a CP3 that they saw in the conference semis, the CP3 that they saw early into the playoffs. He's got to control pace. He's got to attack people with that mid-range game. And he's got to create for others, not to mention being the pit bull that he can be on defense. I think CP3 summons it. Luka's going to play a big game. I expect production from Brunson, but I think CP3, Devin Booker, Aiton in the crew, I think they find a way to win game seven. I think Aiton, this is the game more than any where he imposes his will. He doesn't have to get 30 points, but maybe he dominates the board and gives you a 16-18 rebound game with three or four blocks. I've got the Suns winning this game tonight, but the Mavs won't go away easy. I think this is going to be an interesting game, and I think the the Suns will end up pulling away late. I've got the Suns. Quick take on Mavs-Suns. Players to watch. For the Mavs, Doring Finney-Smith. And for the Suns, I'm looking at Mikael Bridges. I think those two players will greatly impact tonight's game. It's the NBA Cypher. Next time. Thank you.